Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I am Murray, and this week I am most definitely an officer of lump. Lazy, unmotivated Murray person. Yes. <laughs> I've been doing nothing. Uh, yesterday I had the excuse of it being a cloudy, rainy day, and you don't want to do anything on a cloudy, rainy day, but I've got no excuses today, so... Oh, there are plenty to think of. I'll help you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a sunny day. It's a warm day. It's too hot. I'm just hot. feeling lazy. It's too hot. Well, it's not too hot, but it's... You, anyway, well, I'm unmotivated is what I am. That's Which fine. isn't great, because I've got stuff to do, but that's okay. Last minute is always better, I think. Get it done faster. <laughs> That's right. Faster and you can't proofread or do whatever check. you're supposed to do afterwards. It's all good. It'll be fine. I'll find my motivation. Just not today. <laughs> so that's me. It's it's well hidden. Who wants totally. to look for it? Totally. It's way deep. <laughs> Well, Paul is still off in deep space, or mm-hmm. deep woods, or deep offs, one of those things, I'm not sure which. Deep something. Yeah. And I am Al, and this week, I am a junior agent of Home Alone, honing <laughs> on McAllister's experience, although less obvious, neighbor issues. Oh, Always well, fun. Yes. Well, there's really none, actually. It just worked well <laughs> with the acronym. <laughs> But yes, I mean, for much sadder reason, though, my wife is away for a few days already. She went back to Jersey. Uh, Unfortunately, her uncle passed away while we were on our recent trip up to Jersey, driving up and back. Her uncle passed away on the way down as we were driving down. So that's too bad. Unfortunately, she is up there for the funeral right now for a few days, leaving me and the dogs home alone. Hopefully there are no burglars around. Well, I'm not as worried. I, you know, my neighbors. I don't have as problems with the neighbors as you know Kevin McAllister did. I'm not scared of the old man next door thinking he's like you know some kind of crazy monster. Good, good, so good. It's always I, good when you can trust your neighbors. Yeah, yeah. No, the only issue is it's like oh their party's going a little loud like until like twelve o'clock, but that's it. Or eh, he probably should mow his lawn sooner. <laughs> Nothing serious or even worth thinking about. That would be me. I would be the one. <laughs> But yeah, so the neighbors I, are always looking at my lawn going, hmm, hmm, is that a choice? Is he, <laughs> is he reading the grass. a wild garden? <laughs> so it was a nice, oh, relaxing wow. evening last night after I got home and had dinner. Me and the dog, after doing some editing, me and the dogs just watched a couple episodes of Cheers and Red Dwarf. So it was a right nice on. night. Right on. Very and good. Today is going to look somewhat similar to that. Perfect. Perfect. All righty. Well, last we looked in on the Legion. They were just doing their thing with Eclipso, and it was left on a bit of a cliffhanger. So we're going to just take a quick zip through the last couple of chapters of Eclipso and see what's up with Legion in that in yes. that series, because they play a bit of a role. Yeah, they do actually play a decent-sized role in these issues. Yeah, 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 it's kind of cool. Yeah, and it's Eclipso, they actually cool. were somewhat decent with, with like, monitoring the storyline. I'm not sure if the if it's, like, Giffen and the other writers or the editors, but, I mean, it's not the greatest crossover. It's yeah. better than some other ones. 
but they, for sure. But they were definitely really decent enough in making it be like a uh, continuing story. Yes. Yeah. 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 Sometimes the the summer annuals were more of a theme. Like there was a story, but really it was just a theme that was kind of explored. Whereas this one does kind of have a story that progresses from from uh, annual to annual to annual. Yeah, characters who got eclipsed in one are still eclipsed in the next, and there are some consequences to that. That's right. what you're going to see here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So in terms of Legion, Xena Moonstruck, Moonbeam, yes. Xena, Xena <laughs> went missing at the end of the annual, and the Legion was no longer eclipsed, but... Oh, well, Lady uh, Quark was. Oh, that's right. Lady Quark was still eclipsed. That's right. Yeah. Lady Quark was eclipsed that's and right. vanished. And right. they found, they established she was not moonlighting as a warrior princess. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She took a little uh, detour, had a couple seasons on TV while she was on Earth, and then, <laughs> and, and then popped back into the Legion. I think she would have been better <laughs> as the other character. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That is true. All righty. So let's go. So they are in um, Adventures of Superman Annual number four. Four. Next. Yep. Which is the next to last chapter of the Eclipso saga. So mm-hmm. Legion joins in the last three, three issues of Eclipso. Yeah. And as the cover yeah. says... The Panoplic Battle Supreme, Guy Gardner, Lobo, and many more versus the Eclipsed Man of Steel. Because apparently one of the previous Superman annuals, Superman, Superman, got eclipsed. Ooh. Which was referenced, actually, in the Legion annual. Yes. Yeah, that's true. That is true. And we have a cover by Joe Casada and Jimmy Palamonte of Super- Eclipse Superman fighting Lobo and Guy Gardner. And this is Ooh. when Guy has his yellow ring. In fact, he just got it recently. Yeah, he's the warrior. So we're not going to do the issues, these annuals, like we do normally, because this is not a Legion book, and also we're trying to do two of them. So, yeah, we'll just give you the highlights. Yeah, so basically we see some heroes are uh, flying around trying to find Superman, and uh, Lobo and the other Legion members. So we got Vrildox, Garv, Stealth, Baze, Strata and Telepath are flying over the Antarctic trying to find Superman's fortress to think, see if maybe he's in there with Lobo as their guy because apparently he'd been there before and one of the appearances in Superman. Although, as he says, I'm telling you, Superman's fragging fortress is around here somewhere. I couldn't have been that drunk. Oh, I think he could have. I think so too. <laughs> I think they've established there have been a visitor to the Metropolis that he fought Superman that he was so drunk he doesn't even remember. Yeah, there's probably many of those visits. But Telepath is trying to scan to see if he can find Superman there, and he's not detecting any brainwaves nearby, so nothing there. we got Nightwing checking in the Batcave to see if Superman's there for some reason. And Black Canary and J- Crimson Fox and Elongated Man checking sewers. <laughs> Well, you know, there's no sunlight down there. That's right. Yeah. Who knows what they'll find. And we got the rest of the league looking, and Booster Gold is the one who finds him. Using detective work. Ooh, Booster. Yeah. Or, as Booster puts it, without leaving the comfort of my chair. 
<laughs> Looking through yeah, his reports, he finds a report of from Hawaii of a volcano goddess sighted. And if you clip, you get really close in on the picture, you can kind of make out it looks like Superman. He's right hiding inside on. an active volcano. So, and they let others know, including Aquaman and Metamorpho, who have been searching around the world, and they all congregate on this um, volcano. And we get the title of the story in Blackest Night. So, our creators are Robert Lauren Fleming, writer, Bob McLeod, artist. Albert de Guzman, letterer, Matt Hollingsworth, a colorist, Dan Thorsland, a citizen editor, Mike Carlin, editor, and Superman, created by Siegel and Schuster. Right on. So we get everyone congregating on the island, and this is kind of cool. It's like a little snapshot of 90s, early 90s DC. Yeah, yeah, Hawkman's yeah. in his red and gold outfit. Bloodwind is there. <laughs> From the Titans, we just have Nightwing and Baby Wildebeest. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely a timestamp right there. Yeah. And then a yellow missile shows up, and it opens zips, and it's Guy Gardner showing, Hi, I'm back, and I have Sinestro's ring. And they're like, great. <laughs> well, better Guy has it than Sinestro. True. True. So it looks like Drill Docs and Hawkman have more or less dealt with their leadership issues and are working as co-leaders of this group. God help everyone. <laughs> so they split them up into two teams, one that is more able to go inside an active volcano to find Superman, and the other ones that stay outside as backup. And so let's see. We got, we got, looks like we got... Fire, Booster Gold, Guy Gardner, Bloodwind, Strata, Phase, Lobo, and Metamorpho. Although I do find it weird that Bloodwind is going in there. Yeah, I don't know much about Bloodwind. I yeah, he's uh, he's a well, blind he... spot. I know he was on the league, but that's all well, I know. Okay, so here's the thing now. I'm going to say what he says here. He says, but the mystical nature of my power serves to repel the molten lava from my body. But here's the thing. I mean, do you care if I spoil Bloodwind? This, you know, no, go for it. He was someone else in disguise. Oh, really? Yes. He turned out to be no, another please. character, a former League member, who has many powers and was able to use them, including his shape-shifting ability, to disguise himself. So, John Johns? Yeah. So, I'm how the hell is in he... In the middle of a... <laughs> that's of a, a volcano? lot of fire. Yeah, and at this point, he was still afraid of it. Like, that was still a weakness, I think. I don't think they retconned so. that out or anything. So, that's what I I'm mean, trying to figure out. How does that yeah. work? Unless no one working on this book knew who Bloodwind was. I mean, could be could be for sure or maybe dan jurgens hadn't decided yet who bloodwind was also a possibility also a possibility i had no idea that bloodwind was like this mystery character did they play it that way in the book like did they play it as a they played it a few times like beetle was really you know intrigued by who this guy was and kept trying to figure out a secret and in the justice league issue doomsday crossover issue where they fight doomsday mm -hmm. 
Blue Beetle sees him after he beat Bloodwind was like beaten by Doomsday. And he says, "I can't believe it. Bloodwind is really." And that's when Doomsday grabs Blue Beetle and starts bashing his head in. And puts <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. So, Interesting. No, I had no clue. And if we mention, um, in case we mention this later on, the Justice League issues and Superman like is we're almost at Doomsday. Yeah, there have been ads in the book for sure, letting us know that Doomsday is coming. So. Yeah, because we are up to, I brought up Mike's Amazing World for the month that all three of these annuals came out. And for mm-hmm. instance, we have Justice League America 67, uh, Avengers of Superman 495, Superman 72. So, I mean, we are. Oh, yeah. Doomsday starting like next month. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but then again, he didn't show who it was. So maybe Jurgens never decide, had decided yet who this was going to be. Yeah, it's a possibility for sure. But anyway, for sure. So they're inside and they start fighting Eclipse Superman. And of course, it's Superman, so he's beating them up, especially since it's Eclipso. So he doesn't care about holding back, including beating the hell out of Lobo at super speed. Right on. And Guy jumps off on his own and actually does some decent work. He ties Superman up, and Eclipse Superman's like, this is not going to work. And he's like, yeah, well, what if I make this a giant magnifying glass you're under, I mean, um, micro, microscope you're under, and have the top going out so the sunlight pours right in? Right on. But Eclipse Superman breaks out and punches Guy out of the Gulf Volcano. Everyone else starts piling on him, including Strata, with FaZe kind of op, you know, leading the directions until he tosses Strata back at everyone, and Strata's body reflects everyone's black bat blast at them. Lobo gets up again, starts choking Super- Eclipse Superman and sticking him in the lava. While uh, uh, Metamorpho has been inside the lava trying to get it to uh, basically get the volcano to explode using sciencey science. <laughs> I'm sure it makes sense. Absolutely. Because I guess the hope is if we can't drag him out, the vol- volcano erupting will push him out. Yes. And the eruption happens, everyone flies out. But of course, guess when it happens? After the sun goes down. That's convenient. I so, mean, that's that's the way Eclipso stories work, though. <laughs> yes. So, more fighting, 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 fighting. Global Superman fighting. Everyone else is trying to, including uh, Stealth and Garve, are evacuating people who live in, nearby. Trying to get them out. Oh, um... Get them on the boats, get them to this island. I'm assuming it's one of the lesser Hawaiian islands, because they're kind of playing it more like villagers and not like it's a, Bustling. from what I've seen Hawaii, like, you know, Tourist. real cities. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, everyone's living right by the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Real Docs is trying to wake up an ice, they're trying to wake up telepathic guy, and Real's like, hey, you can do anything you said, right? This ring can do anything. Go to the sun, bring back some of it to, you know, defeat Eclipso. And guy's like, go screw yourself. <laughs> and then he flies by and Hawkman's like, great, great. We, you can help us, you know, evacuate some villagers, make boats. And he's like, ah, go screw yourself. <laughs> Thankfully, Aquaman is there with whales. And people can ride the whales, so that's cool. Yes. And back to more Lobo fighting Eclipse Superman. There's a lot of Lobo fighting him. Phase is still involved in the fight. As well, uh, yeah, the see. Legion gets some good. Oh some yeah, they're good licks in. 
they are definitely involved in this fight. Like, there's a panel here, Superman punches out Booster Gold, but Strata catches him. So, you know, specifically, uh, Docs is there a lot, but also specifically Strata, FaZe, and Lobo are big in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of sprinkle them throughout and just kind of use them as they would any other DC character, which is kind of cool. They yeah. are totally folded into the DCU. But the Eclipse Superman, of course, is not working his way through everybody. He's going after Ice now, and she's trying to hold him back. And he is about to basically pull, try and pull her heart out so fast she doesn't feel it. When Guy actually shows up with a big chunk from the sun. And after making sure Ice gets away, because it's Ice and he actually likes her, yeah, dumps it on Eclipso. And then drags That's him gonna... into the volcano. Yeah. <laughs> Getting a nice that heroic moment. And Superman comes out normal holding Guy, because thankfully, apparently, his ring protects him because they were inside a volcano and he should be dead. And that's just the first half of the issue. Wow. Two thirds. Then the rest is they're going to find everyone else is going to that near valley. And I think it's Arizona where all the Eclipse characters have been gathering. But Nightwing and Superman are trying to find Bruce Gordon, who is the person who knows the most about Eclipso because he vanished. And he's Superman's thinking he might be a key to stopping him. Uh huh. So he while they're playing detective. Everyone else goes to meet that meteor crater to uh, go up against all the other Eclipse characters. Uh, Starman shows up because, remember, he was the first Eclipse and uses his powers to disguise the fact that he's Eclipse, so he can be a mole, and that works. Yeah, 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 yeah. And with Nightwing playing detective, they realize that while Blue Gordon was taken, other people have been taken too, including Blue Beetle and Xena Moonstruck, and it looks like Bruce and, uh, oh, uh, Doc Magnus, and it looks like Bruce Gordon was there each time. So it might not be Eclipso. And Superman finally leads him to uh, an abandoned planetarium. He goes inside. He finds a what looks like an extensive, actually, scientific research lab in there. Opens the door. And uh, there's a big flash of light. And we end. Dun, dun, dun. Boom, 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 boom. And that brings us right into... Eclipso number two, the final chapter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's just dive right in. Eclipso two, the darkness within. All the annuals have been leading to this. We get a cover by probably Bart Sears. I don't see a name, but that's definitely Bart Searsian. Uh, who do I have? Cover. I wrote down who it was. According to Mike's Amazing World, it's Bart Sears and Mark Carrington. Yeah. yeah, that I mean. Bart Sears' work is pretty distinctive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we got Eclipso sitting on a throne with all of the eclipsed characters around and, him. And it looks like it's everyone, including the ones we've been seeing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like everyone has been eclipsed for sure. And Eclipso is saying, ready or not, here we come. So we open up on the... Um, we open up on, I guess that's Hawaii, those little islands. Oh, uh, no, this uh, is that crater in, like, Arizona. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Anyway, so we've got uh, two teams kind of facing off against each other. We've got all the eclipsed heroes 
who are speaking as in one voice. They are they are Eclipso, and they are facing off against the uneclipsed heroes. And it looks like they're being led at this point by Docs. He seems to have settled into the role of leader. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. The more he could say, anytime he could take a little bit of leadership away from Hawkman, he would. <laughs> yeah, totally. So he's he has definitely uh, stepped into the role here. Um, but just so that everyone's clear, Booster says it's creepy. They're all speaking in one voice. And Hawkman explains they're all pretty much the same person. Booster, Eclipso is in complete control of their bodies and minds. And Docs just says it's pathetic. You'd think Earth's mightiest heroes would have been made of sterner stuff, <laughs> which gonna, is so docs. We're going to he's going to ignore the fact that one of his most powerful members is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally, totally. But uh, yeah, but it's pathetic. <laughs> yeah, totally in Doc's nature. <laughs> yes. So Eclipso says, I took those that were worth taking real docs. It just so happens you were not among them. <laughs> and Docs just says, you're going to regret that mistake, Eclipso. And, of course, it's too late because the full eclipse is just about here. And uh, Vril asks Hawkman, do you know what he's talking about? How should I know, says uh, Hawkman. Ask Eclipso. And Lobo, who is here for the moment, says, great, we're being led by a Fragon comedy team. And Elongated Man just says, what's Fragon? (laughs) (laughs) We've all been wondering... Ralph, we have all been wondering. <laughs> so Eclipse, yeah, on. totally. We, you will have to answer the question. You will have the answer to your question, Brittle Docs, right now. For in the tunnel of utter darkness, which now stretches from the earth to the moon, my power reigns supreme. So there's a big black bolt of Eclipso energy, and it teleports all of the slaved and slaved heroes to the moon, presumably. That is what Starman tells us. Yes. Eclipso is teleporting his mind slaves to the moon. It's the only answer. And uh, they're gone. They are gone. They're sucked up into space. Vril is uh, narrating. The beam is lifting back off the ground with Eclipso's new army inside it. Starman was right. He's somehow transporting them to the moon. And... Vril just says, yeah, this is a setback. I'll admit it's a setback. We'll have to consider our next move carefully. And Starman is saying, what's to consider? We have to follow Eclipso to the moon. And Vril just says, don't be obvious, Starman. So it's cool that Vril Docs, even in this situation, is still thinking a couple steps ahead and not taking things at face value. He is reflecting and analyzing stuff, which is bugging Eclipso. <laughs> Real Docs doesn't realize that he's arguing with Eclipso by capturing Starman and using his shape shifting powers to eradicate all trace of my presence. I have succeeded in infiltrating the enemy camp. As Starman, I will lead them to my palace and their doom. And I had forgotten, I don't think I even knew that this version of Starman had shape changing powers. Was that a big deal? Did he use yeah, them a lot? Yeah, that's why he has no mask, because he actually changes his face. Huh. He turns gotcha. his face a bit and like gets her like the iris of his eyes. So he looks like uh, one of those unhewed people from uh, right, Agra right. Prime. Uh oh. About the blue <laughs> in the, lo- the the dots on the face, but <clears throat> watch out, watch out. <laughs> See, it oh. always comes back to Agra Prime. Always. Well, you know what? After this issue, I don't think we have to worry about Starman for a while. 
That's true. His shape-changing powers are not going to be all that important from this point on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's settled. We are alerting all the Earth heroes who've encountered Eclipso to meet us at the rendezvous point. And Starman is just complaining. I'm telling you, Docs, you're wasting valuable time. It would be better to leave for the moon immediately. And Faze just says, he's a persistent little devil, isn't he? He's young and reckless. And Starman is trying to explain his case. A few months ago, I fought Eclipso on the moon. He has some kind of palace up there. It's the only place he's vulnerable. Don't you even care about the people he's taken? And Doc says, I care about winning. Yep. Yeah. That is Doc's. (laughs) You have information that's valuable in planning our assault. I want you to address our troops when they're fully assembled. Is that clear? But Doc's is out. You gotta love that Docs could even put a Clipso in his place a bit. That's right. He's he's uh, very confident. Yeah, confident for sure. So we are up on the moon, and Eclipso is uh, exploring his powers and is absorbing the eclipsed characters into him. So he's absorbed Deathstroke, and now Deathstroke is a part of Eclipso, and he has his powers and abilities and he's getting ready to absorb all the rest of the characters um which will lead to some interesting um visuals in the next couple of pages Mm. meanwhile hawkman and vril docs are arguing "Ah, i'm sorry about starman docs if you can't control your people hawkman i will do it for you you don't mince words, do you? I don't have the time. It's bad enough you chose this idiotic city for our rendezvous point. And Hawkman just explains, look, I told you before, Las Vegas was the closest location with an adequate facility. Let's get one thing straight, says Vril. We're not planning a retreat. We're organizing an attack. But by the way, if we have time to uh, yeah. hit the casinos. Or the slots. You know. <laughs> totally. And someone will. <laughs> absolutely that's right that panel where hawkman says it's las vegas i love that one with the two of them walking in regular art while like in a little serpent coloring we have all the heroes in the background that's right that's right they're all it's a good it's a good visual for sure it's like right out of who's who yes that's true that is true all right so then we get the um title page uh brilliant men is the title of the final chapter the conclusion and we see a gathering of the we see a collection of current dc characters um challenges of the unknown we see which is kind of cool because they're in their um they have no speaking words or part to play at all but they're just showing up and they're showing up um in their i, I think Jeff one Loeb. of them does speak later on he has like a line oh, really Okay. Yeah. <laughs> They're in their Jeff Loeb, Tim Sale um, appearances. Old men's so base. Is, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So unless you had been following that, you probably wouldn't recognize that they're the challengers. But uh, Yeah, you can uh, tell because one of them has a purple shirt on that has, the cha- that has a really yeah. small challenger logo. And you can kind of gather from that, like, oh, the other ones must be. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we got Rocky. Rocky's the one who's identifiable. The rest are kind of... Mm. I think it's the one white days. hair is Ace. Yeah, that's Ace and Red. Probably oh, that makes sense. That's right. Is the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got the current Justice League 
crew, and we've got Legion, and then a couple of randos, Nightwing and Wildebeest and Black Canaries there. Adam. I guess she's part of the Legion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Blue or, Devil. Sorry, the which, League. Blue yeah. Devil, who which, I kind of associate with the League, but I guess he was never really part of the League. Not yet. No. And then we got, was it, a Bronze Tiger and Nightshade from Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. So there's a couple of just uh, sprinkling in whatever DC characters are available at the moment. Yeah. So Doc's, <laughs> his Doc's, you're in my way, Phase, and don't give me that look. He kind of pushes her out of the way of the podium. And then he says, now, if you'll all please come to order, we're going to have to pull together to get this thing done. If anyone has a problem with that, the door's right behind you, Starman. And he <laughs> just says, I just want to get going. How long are we going to stand around talking? Metamorpho says, until we formulate a plan, you crazy kid. You got a lot to learn about the meaning of teamwork. <laughs> and Vril just says, Hawk, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Hawkman kind of corrals the troops. Let's give Chief Docs our undivided attention, shall we? All right, so here's what we're going to do. We have two ships capable of making the trip to the moon. We're all going. There'll be life support systems available for those who require them. Um, and Black Canary says, what are we going to do when we get there? On the way to the moon, Hawkman and I will brief you more completely. For now, let's just say we're going to hit Eclipso where he's the weakest, and then we're going to kill him. Well, that's very docs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's very docs. And that kind of splits the rest of the groups into those folks that are totally fine with killing Eclipso and those that are like, mm, I feel a little uncomfortable with this. Yeah. Um, which it's here, but it doesn't really play a role in the rest of the the series at this point. No. Uh, we get a good, cool, full-page picture of Eclipso kind of absorbing all of the characters. They all look like little tentacly... Um, yeah, they're like... They almost oh, look Durlin, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. They're like all flowing into each other. Yeah, they're all kind of... And Eclipso's face is... is all throughout he's got multiple faces as he uh, absorbs them so he's absorbing everyone except for valor largan you were the first taken you are the most powerful of all the heroes in your body i will be able to take the others by surprise so he sends uh largan off into space largan attacks the ships but uh eclipso is careful not to kill anyone he doesn't want to uh waste the potential of these heroes so he just wants to cripple the ships and have them brought down to the moon so he can acquire their powers. So that's exactly what uh, Largan does. He wrecks the ships enough that they have to crash on the moon, and oh, they do right by the palace. And this is where we find out where Lobo is for the rest of the story. Yeah, because he's kind of shuffled off panel now. <laughs> I'm wondering, based on the excuse they give, if they just forgot to put Lobo in. Could be. Yeah, either they forgot to include him in the rest of the issue or they just didn't want him there for whatever reason. So Lobo is off in the casino. Yeah. (laughs) He's enjoying Las Vegas. Yeah, Space (laughs) says, too bad we couldn't pry Lobo out of that casino. We could sure use him right now. It's like, what? One of your most powerful guys? He's like, little Docs just lets him gamble? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) He's got to play his Baccarat, you know. (laughs) The name's Lobo. (laughs) <laughs> just Lobo. Just Lobo. 
<laughs> All right. So Hawkman is telling everyone, you got to go, Gardner. Get out of here and use your ring to cushion our landings. And Guy, of course, is sick of taking orders, but he does exactly that. He saves the ships. He sets them down gently. Yeah. And then they all head out on the moon in their moon gear. Um, Docs is saying, okay, anybody injured? If not, let's get it in gear. So far, we've been lucky. From here on in, you're going to have to make your own luck. Starman's been here before, so he knows his way around. Listen to what he has to say. And Starman says, Eclipso's at his weakest inside the palace. A full frontal assault through the big doors is certain to overwhelm him. And we get... Uh, see, that's I think Ace is the one that's talking next. Oh, see, I think that is um, Mona's dad. What's his name? I think he shows up later. Unless I, I could be wrong, but I thought that oh, was Ace. could cause, be. Because I think Mona's dad shows up a little later on with Superman. <sighs> Oh, okay, okay, okay. So that makes sense then. Because he just says, oh, then why did he go back inside when he had us off balance? This feels like a setup. It feels like a trap. Um, and Starman just says, that's exactly what he wants you to think, you fool. And Faye says, you don't need to be insulting. And he says, there's no time for arguments. I'm going in. So they all go in. And Metamorpho says, you better be right about this, Starman. You just got to trust me. And they go in. And they just hear the building, the palace chanting, Eclipso, Eclipso, Eclipso. And uh, Elongated Man says, is that an echo? Are the walls talking? And Eclipso says, I am the palace, you simpleton. And they realize that they were betrayed. Because suddenly, um, as soon as they realize that they were betrayed, um, Eclipso is able to take advantage of their... their uh, annoyance their anger and he takes them over so suddenly everyone is been has been eclipsed because shocker he lied and eclipse was at his strongest there yeah totally 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 shocker. so yeah i know i know he's a he's a creep that eclipse so so um he absorbs everyone with lots of schlupping and slurping he just absorbs them all and that's kind of it for legion at this point everyone is absorbed and um eclipso believes he is victorious he's grabbed everyone except for bruce gordon the uh who is eclipso's uh nemesis he's the one who's often going up against eclipso um however uh, at this point, just before everyone is totally, totally done for, like he's trying to, Eclipso's trying to pull Bruce out. But before that can happen, there's a big flash of sunlight and the uh, sunlight patrol <laughs> bursts in through the door. And that is, um, and that is where Xena Moonstruck has, has been taken. She's been um, recruited into this group of, folks with solar powers or sciencey folks or in sciencey folks who know about who can do things with solar stuff so <clears throat> who can do things so, with solar stuff yeah so what we got superman kilowog chunk yeah. see i think right below chunk between chunk and xena is mona's dad oh the one okay. who's speaking yeah. says, bruce knew the key to your defeat laying vulnerability to sunlight yeah that's true yeah yeah, yeah. what we got xena. So that's mona's dad and we've got I think Professor Hamilton. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. 
Uh, Bruce Gordon. Somebody. He has a pipe in his mouth. It's Doc Magnus. Oh, Doc of Magnus, does. of course. <laughs> Doc yeah, Magnus we, never goes anywhere without a pipe in his mouth. That's And he's got his checkered shirt, of course. It's Doc Magnus. We've got Dr. Light. We've got Lex Luthor with the red hair. The second. And the second Lex Luthor. That's right. With the bad Australian accent, mate. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Bruce Gordon zaps uh, Eclipso with the sun, with the solar rays. And then there's lots of fighting. Valor and Superman battle each other a lot. Yeah. They just duke it out over pages and pages. And the rest of the heroes get their licks in as they are fighting off Eclipso. Lots and lots of ups and downs as the team fights. And then eventually... Uh, they get everyone de-eclipsed. We get Flash zipping around. I think this is when Flash runs around really quickly and zaps everyone with solar rays. Yeah. Yeah. If they time him. Yeah. So Eclipso loses his control over just about everyone. Um, and he is, he's angry, man. (laughs) But even with that, he's decided he's going to, uh, He's going out with a big bang. He's going to explode everyone. He is still the palace. Eclipso still controls the palace. So he's going to uh, just destroy everything. Uh, But before that can happen, Starman decides to uh, save the day. He zips out and... There's a solar bomb, or Starman does it's a whatever little Starman vague, does. I don't think Bruce set off the bomb yet. Yeah, something happens. Starman, Starman blows uh, himself sacrifices himself. He blows up Eclipso, sort of. Um, the castle explodes, sort of. <laughs> yeah. It's a little and, vague. It's like, and Starman dies somehow. Starman dies, and the heroes are okay. And and just to make sure that Eclipso is gone, uh, Valor grabs... uh, Bruce Gordon. Yeah, he grabs Bruce Gordon. He's still got Eclipso kind of uh, gibbering in his head. So he grabs... Bruce Gordon and yeah, here I'm not sure what's going on. So he flies them. He flies into, into the sun. sun. Well, no, no. This is what. See, here's a th- I was a little confusing because it looked like Starman set off that solar bomb, but this is when yeah. the solar bomb goes off. That's why I said Starman dies. Right. So Starman somehow. does something. He somehow he weakens Eclipso, sort of. He weakens Eclipso enough that the heroes are able to be de-eclipsed. And, and then, then Bruce Gordon sets off that solar bomb, which is what you get that big whole page spread of the big right. yellow bomb looking with like the green big yellow thing. bomb. Green yeah. shield protecting the others. Which is enough to get Eclipso out of Valor's head. And the heroes uh, make their way back to Earth or wherever they're going. Uh, Legion is not going back to Earth. Uh, Vril Docs says, no, we won't be attending services for Starman. We're leaving now. Docs out. 
And Faze <laughs> just says, hmm, a true diplomat. And the rest of the guys are like, huh, I don't really like that guy. <laughs> and they're like, well, the feelings are mutual. So Legion goes home. Eclipso's been defeated, in quotes, because, of course, the last page is um, is Eclipso telling everyone that he's still on the moon. He's going to see you soon. This isn't even the end. This is the beginning of the end. It's the end of the beginning. And coming soon, Eclipso number one. Boom, boom, boom. So that brings us to the end of Legion's involvement. And they had like a good, they had a good role to play in the last couple of yeah. chapters. Yeah. And they weren't, like we said, they weren't, at least like I said, they weren't horrible annual crossovers. I mean, the art was pretty decent. No. Because I mean, a lot yeah, of times yeah, yeah. you get these annuals, you get like, who's brand new, who's never done anything before? Yeah. 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 But, you know, Bob the Cloud, I mean, you know, co creator of the New Mutants. Yeah, for sure. And Bart Sears yeah. stood here. And I like yeah, what no Bart slouch. Sears I like what Bart Sears does in this one. Like all the little extra things of like little eclipses on the side. Yes. You yeah. Know, like there's lots of little uh flourishes that kind of make the art fun to look at. Like there's always something to see on the page. Yeah. Something uh, extra. One of my issues with these, however, is the scripting. Now, it's one thing when Eclipso talks to all the characters and they're all saying, because it's the same person talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and they even, they even put a lampshade on it. They mention it. You know, they say, Booster Gold says it's creepy that they're all finishing his other sentences. But there are plenty of times in these two issues where the heroes who are not Eclipse do the same thing. Yeah. And it's kind of annoying. It's like, especially since they mar- they're mentioning it so much that you're paying attention to it, that you're like, but why are you guys doing it then? Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of uh, Guy Gardner type characters or or characters that speak like Guy Gardner. Like there's lots of aggressive characters. You've got the Lobo. You've got Guy. You've got well, even Metamorpho was kind of um, yeah. more aggressive than I remember him being. Like he was always a goofy. Um, goofy character and even in outsiders i don't remember him being like uh vengeful but but maybe that came later yeah but i'm thinking like here's the like i'm looking at the page where they go into the palace and they find out starman was eclipso and Viral doc says starman you and black canary says we're really eclipso and nightwing says yes all along yeah, yeah, yeah. And i'm like yeah, yeah yeah come on we don't yeah. need that yeah, it's giving everyone a chance to speak, but they're all saying the same. Yeah. Yeah, and it happens multiple times. And considering the fact that Clips is doing it too, it's really annoying. Yeah, yeah, it's a little goofy. For sure. For sure, for sure. But it's, you know, it's a minor. It's not the biggest part. It's not the biggest issue, but it is kind of annoying as I read them. Like, it's one thing I definitely noticed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Alrighty, so that's it. Legion gets to go back to space, and we'll check in on them after yeah. a brief detour on uh, in Lobo Land. And so, no Batman here, if you notice. That's true. Even though he had annuals, obviously. Yeah, and so, he, that's interesting. Yeah, he wasn't. None of the Bat characters were really included. Yeah, with the exception of Nightwing, but he's more of a Titans character. He at this was. Point. Yeah, he was there as a Titans character for sure. And. 
So looking at, the, like I said before, at page, you know, to see what was out this month from uh, Mike's Amazing World, uh-huh. not only are they like an issuers, like the next month is like Superman starting Doomsday, Batman is about to start Nightfall. Okay. It's not in Nightfall yet, but we have Batman sort of Azrael number one is out. Right. And like when I click on like, for instance, Batman 485 is out and it says it's reprinted in Nightfall. Batman uh, Nightfall, oh, sorry, Batman Prelude to Nightfall, and, you know, the Nightfall Omnibus Volume 1. So I think at this point, they're getting that set up. So maybe Denny O'Neill's like, no, 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 we're busy. Keep him out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that makes sense. For sure. For sure it does. Oh, and also the Titans were in the middle of uh, Total Chaos. So, like, everyone's doing major crossovers at this point. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot going on in DC right now. Right now, 30 years ago, right now. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> what do we have? New Titans 91 and uh, Team Titans number two. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there is a lot going on for sure. All righty, folks. Well, that brings us to the end. You are welcome to comment at all the usual places. And... Other than that, we will see you all next week. B-Y-E, B-Y-E. A-N-N-Y-E-O-N-G-H-I-G-A-S-E-Y-O. <laughs> That's a lot of letters, man. <laughs> There's a lot of letters. That's a lot of letters. I I have no clue. I have no it's clue. two words. I figured, but I still have no clue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>